0: Austin, uh, you're an Idaho native, if I'm not mistaken, but you're from Western Idaho, and you're playing a team from Southeastern Idaho. How much do you know about Idaho State? Were you a fan growing up? What's your background with the Bengals?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, like you said, I'm from Eagle, Idaho, and it's quite a, it's a little drive to Idaho State, and I love Idaho State. I think they're a great university. My dad actually played football there for a couple of years, and uh, so I've grown up. Uh, Not really as a Bengals fan, but I I do love them, and I think they're a great school. The week before I committed to BYU, I actually went up there in high school. I went up to their school with the rest of my high school for just a football camp, and it was pretty entertaining seeing them. And uh, We talked a little, but I was actually already speaking with the coaches here at BYU, and so my heart was definitely seeking after BYU, and that's what I ended up doing yeah <clears throat> talking about your play on the field that you've been
0: splitting time with brick britain hogan this year we've seen both of you do pat versus punt snaps how difficult is that to split time because i know i know you guys are kind of like every other position you want to be the guy
1: yeah that's a great point yeah and so like you probably know i take all the punt snaps currently and i love that i think punt snaps are one of the most difficult snaps and uh, it's actually the most funnest for me as well because I'm able to run down the field and potentially make that tackle. There's a lot more to it, obviously, than just snapping the ball and running down. And field goals, too, I think they're, it's a great snap. And uh, clearly after, you can tell throughout the season, it's a crucial snap and you need it at the right spot every time. So for me personally, I just have to stay ready. And when the coach wants me to go in, I go in and I perform at the best level. So it's fun, I love it. I think we have a great chemistry throughout our special teams. Uh, I trust Jake just as much as he trusts me. And when I go in on PATs, even if I haven't snapped a couple throughout that game, he knows that we're going to get the job done. And same with Ryan Rico. I mean, you can tell off of the success that Ryan's had is that he feels comfortable back there. And that's what my job is. I'm here to make Ryan feel as comfortable as possible so he can put his, 50 to 80 yard bombs out there and just all that glory to him and to the rest of the specialists. Austin,
0: awesome. you're touching on this, but I am curious what it's like when as a snapper, the kick is successful versus when it isn't because we, you know, there was the one off the post where, you know, the doink in the last game and, and we've there's been a couple of those,
1: but when you have a great punt versus one that's shanked, what's that like as a snapper? As in when I snap a good snap versus when I snap a bad one? Well, we see the result. We okay. see what happens with the kick. I wonder what you look
0: at as the long snapper. Do you look at your own performance and see if that had an impact? I, I was just curious that that synergy between your role and the, and the role of the kickers and the holders.
1: For sure. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I tend to overanalyze all my snaps, and I have the highest expectations for myself, and when – something goes wrong, you know, I'm looking back and thinking, you know, was, was that a bad snap? Was it either for punts specifically, was it too high or too low? And, you know, could that have caused Ryan to, you know, not kick the best and same for Jake as well. So there's a lot of uh, mental things that come into long snapping and special teams. We always joke in practice for like anybody can snap a football when you're at a barbecue in front of all your friends. But the moment you put yourself in the Raiders stadium with X number of thousands of people, it's a different ball game. And that's when you can tell who has the high pressure snaps and who can actually perform under that pressure and who can't.
0: I also wanted to ask a big picture question because A-Rod was just telling us that they know you guys talk about things like the rankings, the, the, the playoff rankings just came out. What's that like as a team? As you try and not let it be a distraction, but you, you know, kind of talk about it and and discuss kind of where BYU fits in the whole, you know, college football world.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I think just about every university, regardless if you are number one in the nation or you're at 25 when those rankings come out, you're excited you're up there because you know that the rest of the country respects you and they know that you're, you're a legit program. You're not here just to... Uh, go have fun you're here to do business and that's what we're all here to do we all work hard in the weight room just as much as we work hard out on the field every day so i think that drive actually has picked up since those rankings have come out because we know where we have that potential we know where we're going and those rankings just encourage us to do better and be better go bryce and then jay So I've always had a a question with like long snappers and recruitment. Is it as a like more unknown position? Is it any different for your recruitment regards
0: like a quarterback or a wide receiver, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah. So the recruiting process in high school, uh, it's pretty intense. I mean, like you said, it's, I would almost compare it. Yeah. To the quarterbacks, you hear about your top hundred quarterbacks, best QBs in the nation for their high schools. And uh, the same goes for long snapping. I specifically, I went through Chris Rubio, and he has the majority of the rankings for the top long snappers throughout the nation. And it's a lot of publicity. It's a lot of you know. This is a big recruit. This is a long snapper that he can snap right now in a college game, uh, even though he's in high school. And that's the biggest thing that you want when you're recruiting uh, high school long snappers is you're not worried about pressure snaps. You're not worried about is the snap going to be high or low. It's the same spot every time. And so specifically, I was ranked in the top 12. I went to, it's called the top 12 camp. It's kind of like the Elite 11, but for long snappers. So you have the majority of the top long snappers throughout the nation come to that camp and we compete. And so every time we play some of these big time rivalries or schools we we build a relationship with all these guys because i know how good um, lsu's long snapper is or utah's or washington states i mean they're all my buddies but we competed against each other to get as ranked as high as possible in high school and kind of going along with that like what made you want to actually come to byu since
0: you were such like a prevalent long snapper in that recruiting process
1: Yeah, I think BYU, hands down, is one of the greatest universities in the nation. And I am a little biased because I'm here, but I actually had that opinion in high school as well. I always dreamt about coming to BYU, playing here. And ironically, you know, I didn't think that I was going to not snap that many last year. I mean, we punted, I think we had about 29 punts all last season versus the average long snapper in college. He snaps around 60s to 70s uh, punts. And so I was surprised that, you know, we weren't punting that much. And when we're doing that, all the better because our team's successful. And uh, it's kind of one of those positions that if I don't play, it's almost better. However, you have your PAT kicks and your field goals that we want to play as much as possible for those. But if we're not punting, we're doing something right.
0: Hey, Austin, uh, this is Jay Drew of the Desert News. Uh, Jared asked the question I was going to ask about uh, the – college football playoff so just kind of a tangent off of that what motivates a team when it gets to november and the schedule suddenly changes from power five to fcs
1: yeah that's a that's a great question i like that um i would say that it would probably come down to who wants it the most you have a lot of schools out there that have been good throughout the season but they're not playing their best Uh, When you come out to these rankings, I think everybody's wanting to play their best and to do whatever they can to finish the season off very strong. And that's where we come in. I mean, I think we've been playing our best throughout all these games. We're trying hard and working hard everywhere. But when these rankings come out, we almost put aside the the opponent and just say, whoever it is, come game time, we're going to play and we're going to. We're going to beat them pretty hard. We're going to put them in the dirt. So it's fun. I love it. I think playing college is a whole new level, and it is. But I love how our team, regardless if the team is below us or above us, according to the rest of the nation, we play our hardest, and we're going to put put out our best effort and do what we can to win.